All right, good morning. It's great to see everybody here today. As we've always said, Baptism Sunday, one of our favorite Sundays to be able to get together and to celebrate. And again, to go back over, like, just doing church and coming together and learning more but not seeing that God is still alive doesn't work. And today is a representation that we have a living God that's working inside of the lives of people and are changing their hearts forever. And so we're excited to be together to be able to celebrate that. I want to share with you, uh, again, a, I call it my life verse. It's one that uh, I read over and over again because it's one that uh, brings together what's going to happen today. Because what you're going to see today is stories of people's lives, and it's not just about their story. The cool thing is, is that many people had a part in their story. And so understanding that the celebration of baptism today, yes, we're celebrating the lives of of the people that are being baptized, but at the same time, we're celebrating those who chose to make a difference, right? Those who chose to, to be a part of that. And so in scripture, in Romans 10, it talks about this whole idea that people try to live life a certain way, you know, and it's really no different than it is today. But for them back then, it was like the Jews were trying to figure out how to be good by following the law. And they were trying to get it done, and they were trying to be successful, and it wasn't working. And so Paul in Romans writes and says, you know, I want to, there's a different way. Like, I know you've been running this rat race for a really long time, and it doesn't work. But there is a message that you can hear that will completely revolutionize your life. And so Paul writes in Romans this idea that this is how you're saved. He said it's by, not by the law, but by the blood of Jesus Christ. And for all of those who believe and can uh, call upon the name of the Lord, they can be saved. And again, it's a celebration, right? But here's the problem. And this is what Paul talks about. And this is what I'm going to read to you in Romans is, is that it's not something that people get just because we want them to get it. Right? So the message of Jesus Christ does not happen in a person's life because you want it to. It happens in a, purpose, a person's life because we sow the seed of the gospel in their life. And today is a part of that harvest, seeing people's lives that have been changed. So I want to read to you uh, out of Romans 10. So with that context of saying, hey, in, uh, for everybody that he wants to be saved, he says this, so then how then can they uh, how then can they call on the one that they have not believed in and how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard and so this is the idea of the Jewish people at the time were uh, everybody looked at him and said you need to change and essentially it's Paul saying well how can they change if they've never heard about the one to believe in right and if they've never heard about it what do you do and he says um, of whom they have not heard and how can they hear without somebody preaching to them And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. So today, here's what's going to be cool. And you can see this uh, uh, interweaved through everybody's story is, is that whether it was somebody that made them feel welcome when they first walked in the door, to the person that prayed with them, to the person that's been nurturing their faith, Everybody has been a part of that story. And the cool part of it is that's what uh, Paul was saying to each one. How beautiful is it when the body of Christ works together and we just play our role? And when we do that, God is glorified. And that's what we're going to celebrate today is, is that God's glorified because of the baptisms and God is glorified because of the beautiful feet of those who chose 
to give the gospel to their children, to those who chose to welcome people when they walked into church, for those who, when asked, preached the gospel to them, for those who've loved on them when they didn't feel like they were able to be loved, for those who have made a difference in their life. And so today, this is my hope, because this is what it says. In Scripture, it says, the day that a person gives their life to Christ, the angels in heaven celebrate over even one. So, I mean, that's why we always say Baptism Sunday. You know, like, if you watched any college football or if you watched any, you know, if you're ever part of any sporting event, like, anybody watched the Penn State whiteout game last night? Like, I've never seen this before, but I'm like, that's pretty amazing. That's a lot of, like, crazy people that got, you know, all have the little pom-pom things and all dressed in white and everybody's excited and it's football, right? Eternity is changed forever in the lives of people and we get to be a part of it. Like, and we get a chance to be able to celebrate that with these people. And so my hope is, again, you know, I don't want to tell anybody what to do. That's not the kind of guy I am. But my hope is, is that when you see these stories and you watch these people being baptized, that you too will celebrate with the angels in heaven as we watch and, and, and see uh, God's glory through baptism. The other thing, just as a reminder, you know, we've said this before, but I want to make sure you know going into this. At the end, this is what I want you to know. We never want to let a chance go by if somebody's in the, in the crowd today because this has happened, and I want you to know the power of the Holy Spirit working in a room where somebody's sitting out there, and you know you've been searching and you've been thinking, or, or maybe, honestly, you hadn't been searching and thinking, and then you see somebody's story, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit says, today's the day. Like, today's the day for me that I need to do this. And so at the end of the baptisms that we have already recorded, there'll be an open baptism, and I'll talk a little bit about it at the end of it. So just, again, I pray, and you can pray with me, that our, if there are people whose hearts will be open today, that we also want to celebrate with them and for them to have the courage to be able to come forward and also proclaim uh, their, the gospel and proclaim what God has done in their life. So without further ado, let's start with our first baptism video. Uh, my name is Rhett Peffley. I am in the seventh grade at Crestview Middle School. Uh, I play football. Uh, I play the saxophone in band, and I threw shot put and discus last year. And I sing in the youth band, and I do tech for Life Kids and Life Church. Uh, I have been coming to Life Church for about three years. Um, we just moved here three years ago, so that's why we started coming to Life Church. I have always gone to church, but at our old church, we didn't really do a lot of learning as much. We just played a lot of games. Key people or groups that influenced me to follow Jesus were my parents, uh, Yvonne, Jen, and Tyler. Um, Yvonne and Jen were my disciple class leader, and Tyler is my youth leader. A specific moment or period when I welcomed Jesus in is during Ignite weekend. Uh, that had a really big impact on me. The speaker, Joe, during Ignite was a really great speaker, and I was really moved by his message. Uh, baptism means to me giving my life to to. Christ and becoming a follower of God and telling others about God. 
After my baptism, I plan to continually follow Christ by showing others what he has done and telling others about him. My name's Rhett and I'm getting baptized today. Good morning, church. So uh, my name is Yvonne Giannis. I am with Jen Gerber, the leaders for the children's ministry. And we have a fourth and fifth grade discipleship uh, group that meets on Wednesday nights during the school year. And that's when I first met Rhett, when he was in the fourth grade. Seventh grade now, but in fourth and fifth grade, he was in my discipleship group, and I discipled him. And he was a very... Um, discipled learner. He wanted all the right answers. And what turns out in our workbooks is um, my teacher's edition has the answers, so he sat next to me a lot. <laughs> he always wanted the right answers, but he didn't give up. I'm proud of him. Well, he's in youth now with the leader, <clears throat> excuse me, little leader Tyler Harrison here, who's continuing to lead him. And he has an awesome, serving, working, faithful family. So it's time to celebrate Rhett, seventh grade who's um, here to um, take a huge step in his life, a very um, mature and adult kind of step. But we're so proud of you because um, you're doing this at such a young age. But we're here to support you, and we're going to keep on growing you and discipling you and teaching you that Bible. And um, we're really looking forward to where you're going because you have so many things in your heart and in your um, mind that are just outside of you, that's just brilliant. So uh, I have three questions for you. Okay. Um, do you believe that Jesus died for you and for your sins? Yes. Yes. And then do you believe that um, you want to follow him and obey his teachings? Yes. Yes. And do you, um, let's see, what was the third one? <laughs> let's see. Uh, do you believe, well, what was that? <laughs> I, knew, I knew there was a third one. I can't remember it. Mike? Okay. All right. So, you want to follow Jesus? Follow his teachings? Okay. We're going to finish that for the rest of your life. Okay. So, um, so, Rhett, are you ready to be baptized today? Yes. All right. So, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, we baptize you today. favorite things to do is ride around dirt bikes and I ride at my track at our shop and I go to school Sharp Creek at Northfield. I decided to get baptized from at character building at school. They read stories about like a church and that it'll be nice to get baptized so you can have the Lord in you. In the mornings, I come down on Sunday mornings and I see my mom watching Charles Stanley. So I sit down and listen. And one time, 
I listened to one about what happens when you get baptized, and that's what made me want to get baptized. Baptism means to me is when I go, I when I go into the water and I come out, all my sins are washed away, and I have the Lord in my soul. One of the things that I'm doing is uh, my mom makes me go to church every Sunday, and I have to go and listen, and I learn a lot about what baptism means. I'm Ethan Carlman, and I'm getting baptized today. So Ethan, again, I just want to say, I mean, I've just got to know you lately, but in the times of getting to know you, just your excitement for life, and now taking that excitement for life and turning it into an excitement to be a follower of Jesus. And I've always said to young people, you know, one of the uh, most incredible things for you is the life in front of you. You have an opportunity to not only make a difference in your own life and become a young man for the Lord and become a man for the Lord, but you have an opportunity to lead a generation of people with you. And so I'm really excited that if you can take that, you know, belief in Christ and translate it into helping your friends and helping your family and the people around you know who he is and how you live that out, you can have an impact uh, that's going to be so far reaching. And I'm looking forward to not only celebrating with you today, but celebrating the day that you'll be in here with somebody that you had an opportunity to share the gospel with. And so it's based upon your proclamation of faith that you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and that baptism is a symbolization of washing away, like you said, of all of your sins and coming up a new person. It's because of that that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. football and I have cattle at home so it was about three years ago when I completely like actually learned about him um, it was from youth group school mom in the beginning of a homeschool every morning we always start out with Bible and that's helping a lot to grow my faith and learning I wanted to get baptized because I felt like it was time for me, for people to know the real me. And baptism is like where you give your heart to Jesus. After baptism, I want to continue learning about Jesus and following him and praying. I'm Gabrielle Heiner and I'm getting baptized today. All right, Gabby, so again, you know, it's been great uh, over the past months to be able to get to know you more and to see and to listen to your video. Something that really stood out to me is that, you know, the opportunity that you're taking not only to know that Jesus Christ is your Savior, but an opportunity to learn more and to be able to study more. And then each morning you guys get up and go through those things and learn more about the Bible. And again, knowing, you know, just like I said to, to Ethan Gabby's, you get a, a great opportunity. You have a great family support system and you have a great opportunity to have influence on 
the people around you and take what you're learning and then help other people to be able to do it. So again, I too am looking forward to the impact that you're going to continue to make and not only what God's going to do in your life. And again, the great thing about watching young people get baptized is they get to watch them grow up, you know, and see how God uses them and the uniqueness and how they're made, but then also to see how much impact that you're going to have. So Gabby, based upon your profession of faith and based upon the knowledge and the understanding that baptism is an outward symbol of something that's changed within you on the inside of going under the water and washing away your sins. So it's because of that proclamation that we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hi, I'm Zach Heiner of Huntington, Indiana, my whole life. Uh, recently just moved to Urbana, Indiana, married to Gina Heiner, got four kids, ages 14 to three. So I've been coming to Life Church now probably a year and a half or so. Started out maybe just uh, once a month or every other Sunday and then really liked it, started coming. I uh, really felt home here. Uh, like I said, Tad Eads, I've known Tad for a long time. I used to work for him part-time and Tad kind of started saying, hey, you need to come down and check this out. And uh, my wife and I have been bouncing around and kind of been to, I don't know, probably since we've been married, four or five churches around a 20, 20 mile radius and finally come down and tried it. And I'd say we really felt at home there, really liked it. And so even as a, as a child growing up, I mean, it was always, I said Christ was in my life, you know, to, Went to, went to several different churches, but uh, was always was always there, but just always maybe seemed like something was missing. Went to, went to St. Peter Lutheran as a as a child, and yeah, so as it always always was involved. There was you know spells that we'd go six months or a year and be the Easter Sunday or the Christmas you know goers, but uh, I'm gonna say that it was never probably without, but it just always maybe something was missing. I think in the past it was always I was always in my mind thinking about me, thinking about me, my future, you know. After coming here and listening to the message here, it's reaching other people, whether it be family members, my kids, my wife, friends. Uh, you know, we talked about outside the circle all the time in everybody's comfort zone. Uh, you know, I travel with my work and I meet people in different different uh, aspects of probably where they're at all the time. And probably the uh, biggest thing was showing me that you need to reach out to those people and start the conversation with them. I'm Zach Heiner and I'm getting baptized today. Well, Zach, I have to share this because I still say this is the funniest thing ever. So when I know Zach, you know, and you talk to him, it's like he's never at a loss for words, like ever. Like he seems like you always have a story to tell. And, you know, and so when we got ready to do the baptism interview, I'm like, are you nervous at all? He's like, yeah. <laughs> we got him up there. I'm like, heck, I thought we'd have to edit your video down from an hour, you know, to be able to, 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 be able to get it done. But one of the things that you talked about in there that, that I do think exemplifies who you are is this transition from saying life was more about, like, my future and the things that I was doing. And, and again, if you can look at the influence that you've had in life in general, you have a lot of connections and a lot of influence and a lot of people that you know. And then when all of a sudden that switch happened where, you know, you came to the place where you're like, wow, you know, life's just not about me. Um, even in that short amount of time that that switch happened, 
the impact that you've had already, and then the thought of how God can use you in the future. And I think what's cool about that is not just like, oh, maybe it will, maybe it won't. In your mind, it's like, I want God to use me. And I think that's such a cool part of your story, knowing that because of all the connections you have and the people that are out there that just through serving them and loving them and helping them that they can know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So I'm really excited, again, to, to watch what God's doing, excited to see how God continues to grow you and use your influence in this world. So, again, by, based upon your proclamation of faith and Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and based upon this outward symbol knowing that baptism is an outward symbol of watching your sins be washed away and coming up a new person and new life. It's based upon that proclamation that we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So I'm Rebecca Scott. Um, I am a junior at Huntington University. I'm majoring in bio pre-med and minoring in psychology. A bunch of people at Huntington always talk about like the different churches around the county and they talked about the well. And so we started out going to the well and Juan and I were talking about like just finding a different church because his mom didn't particularly feel at home with the well. And then we started coming here and it just felt right and I didn't particularly grow up in a church but I was always like surrounded by people who did go to church and my parents always like influenced me in a way that hey God is our creator and he's awesome and all that but we never really found a good church in Auburn and so we never really went to church but they always like told me about like Jesus is our savior and then I finally got to explore it more when I came to Huntington because we have to take certain classes and we learn a lot about Jesus and like all the things that he did. Like being surrounded by people who love Jesus, which is really awesome. And then like just taking the certain classes that I need to take at Huntington. So I took understanding the Christian faith. And so we like learned about the Apostles Creed and we broke that all down. And then we just like learned about Jesus's life. And I just thought that was really cool. Just getting to experience all of that and understanding like who Jesus is. My friend groups have changed a lot and I guess God is like not taking people away from me but giving me better relationships with new people. Like more meaningful relationships where I don't feel stressed out to talk to the person and like I can actually talk to them about like how I feel and like what God is telling me to do. Juan and I, we like do Bible study and stuff and we do devotionals and we just talk about stuff after church like what do you think about this message today like where do you think we can apply it in life and stuff because it's kind of hard in relationships and you have to talk about stuff because that's important. Baptism it means that I am giving myself completely and fully to God and I'm not going to back down and I'm willing to like keep going and pushing my faith more and more. I'm Rebecca Scott and I'm getting baptized today.
So, Rebecca, I just want to uh, highlight what I think is so great about your story is, is that, you know, you, you grew up and your parents talked about who God was, but never really found a place where that made sense. But then once you made it to Huntington University, when they talk about that whole idea of you start exploring, and what I think is so cool is how those two things go together, you know, that there was this idea of who he was, but then Huntington and the classes that you were taking started to put it together. And what's neat about that is, is that you wanted to explore. Like inside of you, it's like, I want to try to figure out what this is like. And then once you got this understanding of like who Christ is and then the acceptance of um, him, as, him as your savior, of how then the people that influenced you and helped you, then also you started to see that how much influence people can have, you know? And so it was neat to see how you talked about not necessarily asking for or removing friends that God surrounded you with the people that you needed. And what a cool part about your story is to know that we can kind of sit back and trust this, that if we seek, this is what I think so cool is because that's what you did. If we seek, he says that we can find him. And that's such a perfect example of you went into the university seeking and God met you there. And not only if we seek, we can find him, but he will take care of the things that we think are impossible. You know what I mean? So the figuring out friend groups and relationships and how all of those things work that God works in an amazing way. And what's neat about that in your story is you let it happen, right? Like you had the faith to say, Whatever God wants to do in my life, I'm going to let him do. And he, you've been able to see in front of you how it works when we have faith and how we allow him to do that kind of work. So I'm really proud of you, not only in your decision to accept Christ as Savior, but how you've walked in this, this idea of faith and how he can provide things and, and knowing that what he has for the future for you and the understanding of what that looks like. So I'm so excited today that we get to, because of your proclamation of faith, be able to baptize you because of your proclamation that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, and that we all get to celebrate together the symbolization of baptism, which is going under the water and leaving our old life behind and being able to start a new life and be able to be used by God. So because of that proclamation of faith, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm Chris Owens, um, 56, live in Warsaw, unfortunately. Um, been coming to Life Church for about four years now. Uh, I came through Don Patmore, my best friend. Uh, he knew that I'd been floundering, uh, not only in the marriage I was in, but in the churches I was attending. And uh, he brought me here and pretty much the rest is history. You know, the same cycle, now that I'm here and I've been here a while, the same cycle repeated. Uh, they were very regimented. You know, it was in, get out in an hour. If it went over an hour, people were looking at their watch like, hey, come on, you know, let's speed this up a little bit. And there was never any involvement. There was never a, an atmosphere of family, ever. I mean, and I went to uh, WCC for a while. You know, Denny's a great pastor, but it is not a place you're gonna get personal with people. Uh, I was at Warsaw, uh, Grace Brethren and, and uh, Community Grace Brethren, and it was the same thing. And it just, it, he knew that I was floundering. I hadn't been challenged. I hadn't been, nothing in me about Jesus was coming out. 
And when I came here and listened to you preach, and then people were just welcoming, and they would greet you when you came in, they would talk to you when you left, and they made you feel like you were part of something. That's the key to this church is there's nothing but encouragement. It unleashes the Jesus in you. That's pretty much what this church does. And, you know, between the woodworking and all that, the stuff that I love to do never had an outlet. And here it has an outlet. And you're encouraged to do more. It really came down to if something went right, I felt like I did that for myself. If something went wrong, God was mad at me. And it came down to, you know, after you speak in challenging situations, right? You take this challenge home with you. And I started taking those home with you. And I think that's what opened up my mind and opened up my heart to say, you know, are you really driving the bus here? You're not. So let God have the wheel. And as soon as I did that, you know, a whole new world opened up for me. I got baptized with one of my, my best friends uh, growing up from high school. And we got baptized at Community Grace Brethren. And I did it more out of peer pressure than I did for myself. And it wasn't who I was at that time. And I went through a lot of struggles, you know, from then to now. And I know where I'm at. I'm grounded now. And I mean, this is my church and my church family. And I just want to profess that I believe in Jesus Christ. He is the savior of my soul. And I'm going to meet him one day. It's God use me. Show me what else I'm not doing or I can be doing. And, and that's really what it is. And that's what I pray about. And I, I just think he opens up more doors than we realize if we're just not afraid to walk through it. I'm Chris Owens and I'm getting baptized today. And I just did my hair for this occasion. <laughs> Oh, Chris, <laughs> again, like in all of the times that I've known you since Don first introduced me to you and said, hey, you know, this is Chris Owens. And then again, always in the front row and always having an opportunity to talk to you. Some things that have really stuck out to me about you is that, first of all, you have this like tough exterior, you know, type of thing. But I mean, you got to come on, seriously. Like anybody looking at you right now just wondered if you just came out from somewhere, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But inside there's this tenderness that, you know, God has been using in amazing ways. And I think the cool thing was is when you got to this place where you said, you know, Christ is my Savior, but you really hadn't found your niche, right? Like how is he going to use me and how is this going to work? And part of it was because you wanted to control everything. And what's neat is you said, well, I just gave up the wheel, you know, and said, God, you know, do whatever. But the cool thing is, and I think this is an awesome part of this story, is, is that it's one thing to say, let go of the wheel. It's another thing to go with what he tells you to do, right? Because I think a lot of people are saying, yeah, I'll just let go of the wheel, and God, use me in any way that you want to. But when God said, I want to use you in this way, you've done it. So most of you guys know Chris is the flag guy, you know, the guy that, that makes the flags and donates them and, and gives them away, and, and they're awesome things. But it was this idea that I don't know what my gifts are. I don't know how God wants to use me, but I know that through woodworking I can do these things. And you said, you know what, I'm going to do it to serve the Lord. And you've done it and continued to do it, and you continued to say, if there's something else, God, use me in any way that you want. And so I'm really excited about what you have done and excited about what you said in the video. God, if there's something else, tell me what it is, because I know that you'll be open to do it. So our celebration today is not only your proclamation of faith, that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of your life, and that we're going to celebrate this outward symbol of baptism that shows 
an old life going away and a new life coming forward. And we're going to continue to celebrate God speaking into your life and the things that you will do and the impact that you will have in the future. So based upon your proclamation of faith, we'll now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hey, I'm uh, Jay Reed, and I've uh, been married to uh, Shelly for 35 years. She's actually my uh, high school uh, sweetheart, I guess. And uh, we've had three girls. They're all married, and just recently had our first grandbaby on July 3rd. He was a boy, and we're getting ready to have our second grandbaby on November 11th. I've uh, been coming to Life Church about uh, four years. Um, we got invited by our very good friends, Tad and Peggy. Um, at the time, I was a little reluctant about coming back to church, um, but I did come and uh, been coming ever since. Growing up, uh, we uh, never hardly missed a Sunday with mom and dad, so we always went to church, good foundation. Um, wasn't a lot of uh, extra religion outside of Sunday, I guess, per se, but a good foundation. So, um, like I said, we uh, went to church, uh, even corrupt through Shelly and I got married, we went to church. And then uh, we started having kids, and uh, it got to be, uh, for Shelly on Sunday, it was such stressful to get them all dolled up and get their clothes on, and it was just a stressful day for her. So. Um, we continued to go, but then the sports scene started. The AU basketball, volleyball, it's always on the weekends, so we were going a lot. So there was a gap there, probably a, 10 years probably, but we didn't uh, go to church very much and uh, kind of went away from it. Um, then we, we had some, uh, we had a couple issues pop up later in life that didn't seem right, didn't seem fair. Um, thought. You know, God wasn't uh, a good guy, I guess. So it got a little discouraged. Um, and then uh, Tad and Peggy asked us to come to church, or asked me, I guess, Shelly's out of town. And uh, I was a little reluctant because I knew, wasn't quite sure, came, and uh, the rest is history. I want to get baptized just to make sure that God knows. I know that uh, he sent his son, he's my savior. I get their Holy Spirit, and then um, someday I'll get to live in eternity with Him the rest of His life. Every morning I get up, I do my devotions. Um, I never used to do that before, and it uh, seems like when I do that, my day is easier, it's simpler, I'm more relaxed, I don't fly off the handle as much, and uh, that to me just rewarding and just uh, just makes me feel so good. Hey Life Church, I'm Jay Reed and I'm getting baptized today. So Jay, like one of the cool things and I think this is all something that we should learn from your story is, is that you talked about the time like you grew up and you went to church and you're involved in church and then there was this gap. And even inside of the gap, I think this is what's so cool to see is, is that it doesn't mean that God doesn't love us and it doesn't mean that, that, that we're still not followers. It's just 
You know, every once in a while for all of us, we have these gaps. But what was so cool is, is that in those moments, and, and you were invited back of how you're like, yeah, I mean, even though you were a little reluctant, you know, and, but when you came back, there was something, and you talk about this, like, there was just something that was different. And so from that time, um, not only have you been coming back to church, but just like when you talked about, you know, on your Bible reading plans and how you've been doing them every morning and how, you know, you're hearing like how God wants to be able to use you and how it's setting up your day. And so I just want to say, like, I'm so proud of, of you and what you're doing and knowing that this might not have been the easiest thing for you to do. Like do the video and get up in front of everybody. But you did say, and I think this is important for all of us to know, as hard as it is to come up here and be a part of this and to tell your story, if this story or your life or what is happening today can change the life of one other person, it's worth all the anxiety and all of the, you know, worry about coming up and being a part of it. And so, you know, I'm just thankful that you would make that decision because it does. It takes a lot of courage to be able to to get up and share your story and be a part of this. And, and since you said that to me, I've been praying for that, that may your story or the story that, that other people have told today, that there's somebody in this room or somebody watching online, that their life can be changed because that's the kind of God that we serve, right? That he's going to use our story and our lives to be able to show his glory in that. So I'm excited today, Jay, that based upon your proclamation of faith, that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. And the idea and the proclamation that baptism is an outward symbol of uh, washing away our sins and coming up in new life. It's based upon those two proclamations that I'll now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hi, I'm Jay Murphy, uh, LaFountain, Indiana. I have two children. I love to show cattle. I love the tractor pulling industry. My parents, they were farmers. Mom would go to church. Dad never did. As being a young boy, you always wanted to hang out with your father. Down the roads, I, you know, mom, mom always wanted us to go, but I guess the stubbornness, I never did go. I kind of started going with mom and then quit. 2014, mom got sick. Her last wish was for me to be saved. And I did it. Stayed in church for a couple, about two years. And then just went back the other way. I'd kind of start reading the Bible here and there, and then I'd put it down, and then I'd read it some more, and then I'd put it down. And one thing to another, and then just went through a couple different jobs. I just couldn't find that place. Luck of the draw, I ended up at Johan de Groots. And Johan's very persistent on when he, <laughs> when he gets something in his mind. 
So we started going back, started going to the men's meeting with Johan, and then I just decided, you know what? You know, I've known Tad Eads my whole life, Jay, Mike Reed, Terry Eads, all them. They've all been right there the whole time I grew up. They said, all you gotta do is put your head down, come back. You haven't did nothing wrong, just come back. And when I made that decision, I want it all this time. I won't get rid of all that old old sin that's hanging on my shoulders. I just don't want it around no more. And I feel being baptized will wash the past away and try to let me have let me have peace in the future. Some of my friends or whatever that I know have been there and then went away from it. Sure. I would like to be a part of them when they do decide to come back or help them get back right with God. Hey, I'm Jay Murphy and I'm getting baptized today. So one of the things that um, Jay said when we were watching the video is like, uh, I hope my mom can see today. And so we talked about this last week. Here's what we do know. There is a great cloud of witnesses, those including our family and those who including who've went before us that are watching and are celebrating. So we do know that your mom, and, and again, how incredible it was, like, I only have one wish, man, just to, I want to see you again. And really, that's the, that's the emphasis for all of this. We know We've all understood this. Life and death is a part of every, you know, this is a part of life. But the greatest thing that we can all share in is being together for eternity. And your mom knew that regardless of what happened in life, the thing that matters the most is that she could see you again someday. And how cool is it that, you know, you made that decision. And because of that decision, you are going to be a part of that great cloud of witnesses. You're going to be a part of that. She's going to be welcoming you in and celebrating with you on the day, but celebrating also with you on today. The other part of it is, is that, you know, for a lot of us, we get in this place. And I think a lot of us have been there. You know, we don't always make the best life decisions even after we give our life to Christ, right? And then we're afraid of saying, like, what's next? Like, what do you do? And, and you almost feel like, well, until I get it better, I don't know that I can be there. And what great advice to just say, you know what, just put your head down and come in. Because at the end of the day, it's not God that's saying, oh, shame on you. It's the world. You know what I mean? The world's the one saying shame on you for making bad decisions. But what Christ is saying is welcome back, right? And I think that's what's so cool about the way that he works and so awesome about your story and that there's people in your life that said, like, this is what Christ's saying, welcome back. And it's so great that I get to celebrate this because we've known each other for a decent amount of years. And so it's, so it's neat to see what God has done through the story of your life and that I get to be a part of that day today of seeing you uh, baptized, but also get a part of your, be a part of your story moving forward to see how God's going to use you because I just have a, a belief that your story and your life and what he's going to do with you in the future is going to change the lives of other people. So, Jay, based upon your proclamation of faith that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, 
And based upon the idea of what baptism is, the symbolization of leaving our old life behind and starting a new life, I want to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So again, we've said this and believe this, is that um, the power of story, the power of people's story is powerful in the lives of people. And so we've been praying, you know, for weeks and months that if any of these stories or the message of the gospel has touched you, that we never want a day to go by. Because here's something in my own personal life that I've always known, and here's something in the life of the church that I think that we've experienced is... Everybody can say, you know what, life is short. You don't know that you're guaranteed tomorrow. But I think in this past year, we've been reminded that you're not guaranteed tomorrow, right? And you never know what each month will bring, and you never know what tomorrow will bring. And so if you're out there today, and again, this isn't something like, you know, from a standpoint of uh, from just emotion, but you know, like the Holy Spirit's saying, you know, it's today you need to get up and you need to to go forward. We want to celebrate that with you. We don't want a day to go by to say, well, if we just would have, maybe this was the day for you. So during this last song that we're going to be singing together, we just want you, if you feel moved by the Holy Spirit, you want to be baptized today, just come forward and come over here and, and they'll get you all the stuff that you need. And then we'll come and we'll celebrate with you in baptism. So Let's uh, stand, and then I'll pray for you as we go into this song. So, Heavenly Father, we're thankful today that because of your grace and because of your mercy and because we don't deserve it, but because of what you've done, we can celebrate today. Lord, that's why we celebrate baptism, Lord. We deserve so much less, but you give us so much more. And it's through your grace and mercy that we can celebrate today, not only the outward symbol of baptism, but that you have made a home for us, eternity starts today in the lives of people. And Lord, we're so thankful for everybody in this room and the stories that they've told and the stories that will be told and the lives that will be changed. And Lord, I pray today that if there's anybody in this room that just has that nudge or feels that the God moving in their lives and this is an opportunity that they're saying, I don't want to let one more day go by, but I want to make a proclamation of faith of my decision to accept you as Lord and Savior, then Lord, let not one day give them the courage to to come forward. Give them the courage to be able to, to do that today. Lord, we love you. In your name we pray. Amen.
took the old and he made it new. That's what the mercy of God can do. Now I'm alive to tell the story how I've overcome. It's his goodness and mercy. goodness and mercy the power of the blood I thought I deserved to be six feet The things I've done, the things I've said, choices made and I regret. Oh, I would still be lost. But for the mercy of God, now I'm alive to tell the story how I've overcome. It's just good.
So as we close out today, I think it's always a great reminder, right, that the cross and the grave meant for each one of us, but because of the mercy of our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we don't get what we deserve. And so for all of us, as we celebrate the lives of the people that were baptized, we also celebrate what God has done in each one of our lives. And that we're reminded today as we watch these people that you know, that's our life too, and that he saved us by his grace and his mercy. So I'll pray too that, you know, baptism, you know, this outward symbol of something that God's doing on the inside and the people that have walked forward today, we all know this. If you've been on this journey, you got to do it together. So I pray that those who are in the lives of the people who got baptized today, you continue to challenge them to do what God has called them to do, to continue to encourage them in the things that God's already doing in their lives and continue to walk beside them. As we know, there is an enemy that wants to keep us all from being able to fulfill the things that God has called us to do. So as we go out today, I just want to encourage everybody to uh, celebrate with those who have been baptized, celebrate what God has done in your life and celebrate what God is doing in the world. And we're going to continue to celebrate for what is to come. So thanks for coming to Life Church, and we'll see you guys next week.